What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance, Crazy and Love the Podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's never called the random numbers in my phone after I fall asleep. <laughs> At least I hope not. The one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? You've never gone on my phone after I have fallen asleep. No, because your, you? pass- your password is like ridiculously long. How many numbers is, is your... Yeah, it's like 17 four. numbers. It's four. Is it? No, yeah. mine is four. Yours is like six or eight. At most, it's six. Yeah, um, who should remember that? <laughs> I don't even remember my parents' phone numbers, so... I don't either, but I have facial recognition. You're always shocked that my phone doesn't recognize your face because you feel like we're the same person. We're That's true. Well, my phone has a facial recognition too, but now during COVID... It's not really working Why? with the face masks. Oh, I was going to say because you put on the COVID-19. No, <laughs> oh. because you wear face masks, so you need to know your password. That's true. That's true. You do forget you're wearing a face mask and you go to unlock your phone. Oh, it's very annoying. It reminds you we're still in a pandemic. I know. That facial It's annoying, but masks are good, guys. Mask up. Masks are good. Wear your mask. Also, follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. at 90 Day. Crazy in love. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you are listening right now. Yes, please. And, and thank <laughs> you so much for the reviews. We got a super nice review the other day. Oh, I saw it. From I- apparently our biggest fan in Texas. Ooh, yeah, I saw it. Are you going to read it? Everything is bigger in Texas. True. So if this is our biggest fan in Texas, this is a super fan. This is an absolute giant fan. Her name is Brandy. She said... Best 90 podcast. I love Teresa and John. They are so funny and cute, and I love their unique perspective on the show. Keep up the oh, awesome work. Oh, thanks, yeah. Brandy. We do have a unique perspective, right? I hope we do, yeah. That's what we think we're offering you guys is a unique perspective being in a international relationship ourselves, right? Married relationship. An international marriage. Yes, that is correct. Except we haven't been to your country since we got married because of this pandemic. That's true. We were actually supposed to be in my homeland last week like and this say, week. I like how you say your homeland. It sounds even more foreign when you say my homeland. But isn't it like, can I say homeland? Of course. Say whatever you want. It's I your homeland. It. It's my homeland. It is your homeland. I love saying homeland. Also, homeland doesn't include any R's and it's easier to pronounce <laughs> than country. You got to find the words that are easiest for you to pronounce. Right? Yeah. All right. You want to do a little 90 day, by the way? Always. Always. Let's do it. We know Vanessa, right? Of Colton Vanessa. Yes. Okay. Her ex-husband was on a live stream with John Yates the other day. Shout out to John Yates. Why? Why? Because... John Yates will just grab anyone and Not say... Not John Yates. Why would he be interested? So he has, he's never even been on the show. I know, but I think maybe he got jealous. He says, I want a little FaceTime. Yeah, everyone <laughs> wants to be on 90 Day, but keep yeah. going. Okay, so ex-husband was on the live stream, and according to him, he dropped a little news. Colt and Vanessa are currently filming for TLC together. So, not sure. If what? It's, yeah, not sure if it's a 90 Day spin-off or if it's 90 day itself i don't think it could be 90 day itself if it's following the two of them yeah they're both americans as far as i know so maybe it's a spin-off maybe they're getting their own spin-off 
Cold and Vanessa, no one wants to see that. I kind of want to see that. I really don't. You She's, don't want uh, more uh, cult. I hate cult, but I love watching. No, 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 no totally cult, but I want cult and a, a foreigner. foreigner. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm don't so want, over that story. I don't want Vanessa. I mean, Vanessa is American. She's grown up. Mm-hmm. She's probably the smartest out of all cult ladies. So. So you don't think there's going to be any entertainment? There? I feel like she can be bitchy, as we Ooh, saw. Yeah. But in the same time, it's like. Girl, like, I get it, but you're not foreign. 90 Day <laughs> is about foreigners. I don't care about the foreign aspect. I mean, it's not 90 Day, you know? Well, that's what I'm it's saying. I think, it might, I think it might be a spinoff. But my fear is Debbie loves Vanessa. So there's going to be no drama there. We want to see Debbie. We want to see that that fight between Colts ladies and Debbie. You mean Colts ladies fighting over Colt? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was trying to, yeah. <laughs> Colts ladies, including Debbie, I should say. So. Oh, jeez. But yeah, I would yeah. love to see a spin-off, but uh, find a foreigner. I mean, it's got to be better than the family Chantel, which we still have not watched. Honestly, I, I saw a few comments or posts <laughs> that it's not as bad. Like People just love to hate them, including you and I. Oh, yeah. We love to hate no, them. No, I don't love to hate them. I actually dislike that well you don't like you don't like karen yeah karen and her cowboy hat i don't think i like her dad that much i think the dad doesn't even want to be on the show i think he's oh i think he loves you think so time i think he loves the screen time maybe but yeah oh i don't like that i don't like them i don't love pedro and chantel but Maybe it's a good trashy TV. We should at least check it out to see for ourselves. We did get close. I feel like we got really close one night to watching it. Yes, but then life then, happened. Yeah. <laughs> then cooler heads prevailed and we did not watch it. We put on a better show, I think. Yes. Shout out to Yellowstone. If you guys have, well, you're going to need two platforms to watch this show. You're going to need Paramount. First, which is through the Peacock app mm-hmm. on NBC. And then you're going to need Amazon to finish it up. But Yellowstone is a fantastic show. If you want to detox from reality television, Yellowstone. It's like, yes. I would say it's Breaking Bad meets Succession meets Ozark. Meets some bunch of cowboys up in Montana. Yes, meets uh, Dances with Wolves. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. So watch Yellowstone. Anyways, we digress. Second by <laughs> the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get political on this podcast, but Caesar kind of did on Instagram. He asked Nail his, Caesar. Nail Caesar. <laughs> yeah. Nail Salon Caesar. He asked his followers which 90 day cast member would they vote for to be president? Ew. Okay. <laughs> so the fans answered, but a lot of cast members also answered. So I wanted to go through a couple of those. So who, wait, so he like, I didn't see this one. I He just said, you know, the election's busy. here. Yeah. Who would you vote for to be president? So you could days? answer anyone. Just respond. Who would you want? Oh, be? so it wasn't like, would you vote this or that? No. Okay. Who do you want? Who would you write in? Okay. David, we love David, mm-hmm. suggested Annie. Yeah. Classic. So he says, America would be better off with a queen. I agree. It's a sweet answer. I agree, yeah. He said her basil chicken would be on everyone's table. Loving yeah, that. I think, you're, <laughs> I think you'd be happy with that. Okay, Tom. We know Tom. London Tom. Yeah, voted for Michael. Of Michael, not Michael, not that Michael. <laughs> Michael uh, Michael and Juliana, Connecticut yeah. Michael, who, 
you look at very successful, probably one of the most successful guys on night. Uh, yeah, out of everyone, I he's can totally his, see yeah, that. He's got his shit together. You probably would want to vote for a guy like that. Sinjin voted for Big Ed. No. I'm happy Sinjin's not a citizen and can't vote after hearing that He's the answer. last person I would want as a president. <laughs> Big Ed would not make it above the podium if he was ever giving a speech <laughs> to the country. My fellow Americans. And you wouldn't even he see would him. He would have to be like, peeking from is, around the podium. Yeah, is it a ghost? I don't, yeah, I don't know what's happening. So that was Sinjin's answer. But no, definitely not Ed. Jesus Christ. Some fans voted for Angela because... They said she wouldn't let anyone mess with us, which I kind of see there. I kind of see I am, what they're saying. I'm going to pass on, on the comments right. over here. She would have the nuclear codes in her bra. So that would be interesting. It in definitely itself. not Angela. Not Angela. Okay. I'm with you on oh, that. Oh, Jesus. And then a lot of people voted for Lauren and Alex, Lauren and Alexi, which okay. I, I like them. They seem like a normal. Not Alexi. I would go for Lauren. Okay. The first, but it would be the first female president. Yeah, and she has the, her opinion. I think she's smart. Yeah, I think out of everyone, I would probably go for Lauren. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Who would you vote for for president from the ninety day cast? I think it would be Lauren, just because she fe- she seems like she has everything her shit together. Yeah. If okay. I have to say it this way. Okay. I think I would vote for Janice. Ari's mom. Oh. Who, I don't know if I can vote for her. She's kind of a, a side, you know, character. Oh, I would totally vote for Janice, too. Janice would be great. So Janice is my first pick. Also, second pick would be Patrick, the DJ who wanted to date Miriam. No. I think, I think he would just be playing great music. Everyone would be dancing. Everyone's in a good mood. Yeah, that's not leadership. That's not leadership. No. I'm but being serious right here. D- playing good music, dancing. That's follow the leader. That's great, I think. Well, I would totally go for Janice. <laughs> All right. We agree on Janice. Janice. All right. Janice, you heard it here first, folks. We are. For gonna... those who don't know, Janice is mom. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's Janice. Of Ari. It's Janice. But we call her Janice. We call her. It's a long story. Sounds better. <laughs> we love her. Yeah, it's it's Ari's, Ari's mom. It's Ari's mom of Ari and Binyam, a.k.a. Baby. All right. Enough politics. What do you say we get into it? The reason we are here right now, Sunday night. The other way. Let's do it. Let's start with Brittany and Yasin. Okay. Oh, where to start? I have very mixed feelings about this couple. And before we start, there is one thing I have to say, and I don't understand what happened with CLC, if it's the pandemic or something, but a lot of these couples are revealing on social media a lot, basically mm-hmm. spoiling the mm-hmm. show for us. And I, I don't like it. I'm with you. I believe me. I think about a lot of by the ways that I could bring to the table, that I could bring to the podcast. Yeah. And then I realize, no, they're spoiler alerts that I'm picking up from social media because Brittany's posting this photo with this person mm-hmm. or Devin's posting this video with this person. I go, no, 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 I don't. We do spoil a little bit once in a while. We once always we, warn. Once we, we warn, we try to warn, but also big stories. You know, if they're on TMZ or if they're if they're really out there, yeah. we, we say them because we assume you guys are listening to a podcast about 90. You're probably pretty into this thing. You're not. Yeah. We're not spoiling it, right? But yes, this is a couple that has been spoiled for me. 
And they're not. And I the hope o- we're not spoiling by saying it's been spoiled. No, no, no. But they're not the only couple. No, there are. And a it lot. bothers me because I feel like before, let's say Darcy and Stacy, right? Yes. Darcy was only posting whatever her clothes is called, House of Eleven. Yeah. And her daughters. You did not know anything about her and Georgie. I, I almost thought like, oh my God, like she, like she doesn't know him, right? Mm-hmm. And then boom, they got engaged. We started seeing some pictures. We started seeing some drama, right? But she kept it together, which good, good. Good for Darcy, good for us. But these freaking people, they yeah. post spoiler alerts. And I'm curious, are they getting punished? Punished. Punished. What did I say? Punished. Punished. I think think you were putting it together with the pandemic, which would be a punishment during the pandemic. You'd a panish, a panishment. (laughs) Thank you for saving me. I don't know if they are. I I don't know. I here's why I don't think they are because these people are not making a ton of money, and the punishment would be financial. And I don't think they would risk having to pay thousands or however many dollars. So that they could post a video with their new boyfriend. I mean, or- they must know, there must be something. Otherwise, it's almost like, why are we watching this show? We can just watch their Instagram, you know? Right. Well, I'll tell you what. I've been watching this show for years. Oh, I, me too. I just started. Obviously. I just started following these people on social media. So this media. was me. And before our podcast, I, I, I didn't follow the cast, the new cast, during... The show because I did not want the spoilers, right? But then I started listening to other podcasts and I was like, you know, what? like, let me slowly follow. And then we started this podcast. So we follow everyone. But that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. People spoil it. Why are you spoiling it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But can we talk about it? Yes. Let's talk. Brittany and Yasin. Okay. So we pick up where we left off. Brittany's threatening to pull a U-turn on the way to the airport because she got in that fight with Yazan over him crashing his car and blaming her for it. I still understand what happened to his car exactly. I don't. We like, saw the photos. Like, it you, was pretty banged okay, up. So what I don't understand is did he crash it accidentally or was he mad at her no. when he just like hit something? I think, I think he accidentally crashed it. And he's driving an Uber? Please. <laughs> <laughs> well... The more you drive, the more likely you are to get into an accident, right? Odds, your odds go up. You're always on the road. But he blamed her for it because I guess he bought this car for her. That's crazy. I bought this for you. I get into an accident. It's your fault because I bought it for you. I don't buy he bought it for her because he started a new job. And like, I would never get into a taxi or Uber that looked like Yasan's old car. Yeah. So I feel Uh. like if he wants to make some money (laughs) driving tourists from the airport, your car should be... Some somehow presentable. I've gone into some less than ideal Ubers. I oh, would say. I don't think I ever. And I'm not saying, oh, yeah. oh, you have to have a Mercedes. No, have a nice Toyota Yaris. Just keep it clean. <laughs> yeah, but you know how expensive those are. <laughs> well, not in America. That's at least true. 2008. He's not. He's in Jordan, though. <laughs> but listen, if you have 2008 Toyota Yaris, that's nice, well put together, clean. I'm all for it. Yeah. But his old car was like a garbage can on wheels. Yeah, and the so, new one is no better now. Okay, so Brittany's heading to the airport, but then gets in this fight, so says she's not going to go to Jordan. But then, surprise, surprise, she says she's actually going to go. But she's not going to go to see Yasin anymore. Instead, it's going to be a girl's trip. Because remember, her friend Angela is going with her this time. 
Also, Jordan is like a second Ibiza. <laughs> no, it's not, it's right? Not, no, 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 no. It's, I did I did look up Jordan nightlife because I wanted to see, I wanted to wrap my I'm head sure around I'm sure they have something yeah, for the bit. tourists. A bit. Yeah, but yeah. it's not like, again, Ibiza. They're like, oh, let's turn out with the girls. Yeah, this is not where you go for a girl's trip. I don't think. Yeah, I, don't think. Oh, well, I want, I want to go been. to Jordan for the nature. They have a beautiful nature, yes. which I would love to see. But you don't want to go to take shots of Patron. Definitely not. That's not why you're going. Well, did you catch when... Yazan was saying that he expected when he crashed the car, he expected Brittany to call him and say, thank Allah that you are okay. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the last thing she would say. Thank Allah. Yeah. Well, I mean. Like, thank, thank, thank Allah well, for your thank, safety. Do you think he was just saying, I wanted her to call and say, you know, oh, I'm so happy you're safe. Or do you actually think he wanted her to convert in that moment and thank Allah? Well, I think he just wants her to convert, period. Yeah. So, And maybe thinks, this would be an opportunity. Yeah. Oh, my God. she He could have died. I need to convert. I feel bad for Yazan in a sense that, like, are you really that naive or are you just like, because I feel like Britney is just playing a role at this point, but for like sure. Yazan is still into her. Like I still <sighs> believe. Her. I don't feel bad for him. He he's out of his mind. You see the way he freaks out. Well, yeah, but he's out of it. I don't feel. Bad I feel like him. that's his upbringing. Mm, hey, I guess maybe we don't know. I mean, no, we don't know. Did you see his parents? They that's lost. True. The, they that's lost true. their shit. <laughs> yeah, but look at his brother. Like the other people around him, I don't think freak out. That much. I mean, who knows, but... He freaked out the very first time Britney went to Jordan and hugged a producer. Oh, he, yeah. You know, he Such lost. Such a whore. Such a whore. <laughs> so, okay. So now she decides she's going to go to Jordan. Girls trip, right? Angela's going to come the next day. Yeah. Not Angela from Georgia. Oh, no. that <laughs> Not Angela. And that, I wish. I wish. That That's would the be out of control. Britney and Angela, like... Do take Jordan, take Jordan from Georgia <laughs> to Jordan. Oh, like, I like that. Please give us that spinoff TLC. Florida Jordan line. Oh, come on <laughs> now. There you go. <laughs> so in case you don't know, we just recently started listening to some country music. No shame here. We went to Nashville for our honeymoon and mm-hmm. we, we were going to go to Europe for the honeymoon. But then we said, well, we need to go to Europe, you know, eight months after the wedding to visit family and do our second wedding there. So we said, let's just stay in the States. Let's go somewhere we've never mm-hmm. been. We both love music. Went to Nashville for a week and fell in love with country music. I wouldn't say fell in love, but we started liking it. We listen to country music all the time now. We do. <laughs> we love it. All right. So, great. <laughs> so Florida Georgia Line is one of our favorite oh, yes, bands. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, how did we get on that? Okay, yeah. Florida Georgia, <laughs> Florida Jordan. Anyway, meanwhile in Jordan, Yazan is showing us the photos of his smashed up car while <laughs> he's frustrated with Britney's lack of worry of him and his safety. But yeah, this is the first time we see that car and just how much of a wreck it is. And it it did look like kind of a serious accident. Yes, but he keeps talking about like, oh, I need so much money to fix it. I'm sure he needs some money, but his mm-hmm. brother is an auto mechanic. Mm-hmm. Is he? Yeah. I, I missed that. Oh. Well, last time, last time. Don't they work in a fish market? 
well, some of their brothers, I believe, or family members. But you remember last episode, he went to talk to his brother. Yeah. He was at a car shop. Oh. Unless I'm totally out of it and I got it all wrong, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm 100% positive. <laughs> I like your confidence. Yeah. So, yeah. So sense. why wouldn't he? Well, it's, you, you still have to pay for parts. You don't yes, have to pay for the labor, but you'd have to pay for well, the parts. Just give him a deal. He's your bro. Give him a deal. So, okay. Yasin, super angry, but he tells us, despite his anger, he still wants to live with Brittany. He still wants that relationship to work out. Oh, Yasin. Oh, Yasin. <laughs> okay, so Brittany finally makes it to Jordan after 18 hours, right? She's hoping Yasin's not waiting for her. She said, I don't want you to pick me up. Don't well, She be didn't there. tell him, though. I'm pretty sure she told him. I think, I think she's just telling the camera because no, Yasin said he doesn't even know if she's coming. Right. Because Yasin said, despite her telling me not to come, I'm still coming. He shows up. Hmm. She walks through the airport, doesn't see him. Yeah, I saw that. He sees her. But while he was waiting, he was saying, I don't see her. Maybe she didn't get on the airport. I'm pretty sure she said, don't come pick me up. I'm pretty sure. I mean, this would sound like her. By the way, I don't buy this story, so we could debate We could debate it all we want. I'm pretty sure. There were two camera crews. One following Brittany, the one following right. Yosan. Do you think they were like... <laughs> Not communicating? Yeah, like, okay, let's, let's... Oh my God, how did we miss you guys? Yeah. It's like, no, they were like, okay, like you stay on the left side, we're going to run through the right side. Right, right. No, I don't, I don't buy that story. Line it up. For the sake of entertainment, let's go with it. Yeah, totally. Right? So, yes, Brittany makes her way through the airport without seeing Yasin. Yasin sees her but gets pissed because she kind of just sneaks into a cab and takes off, heads to the hotel that she booked for herself. She's not going to stay with Yasin this time, right? Yasin. Well, she couldn't even stay with Yasin. Like, you remember they cannot stay together because they can have sex? Mm, Yeah. But Yasin did book her an apartment the first time. Yeah, but he wasn't staying there with her. But and I, also Brittany was paying for the apartment. But this time she wanted to do her own thing, mm-hmm. right? So she got she got this hotel. Yasin gets in his car, takes off. I thought he was going to go follow her yeah, to the hotel. Yeah, me too. But he was having second thoughts or tenth thoughts, probably telling the cameras, maybe my family was right about Brittany. Maybe they were right. Maybe she's not good for me. Maybe this relationship's not going to work. Yeah. I th- I think you're right, Yasin. Yasin, you finally got it. <laughs> I think you got it. So it's a new day. Brittany's friend Angela has finally arrived, and it takes about two seconds, and it's time to pop the champagne. I mean, it's a girl's trip. Yeah, cheers, bitches. It's time. Woo! At least they weren't going straight for the Patron. I like Angela. She seems like such a nice person. Angela seems like a great person. Very nice person. Very <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm like Brittany. Angela seems so to. So I feel like Brittany was so nice at the beginning or like as nice as she could be. Now she's just, it's Brittany bitch. It's Brittany bitch. Like right? she got her bitch phase on, like her game phase and she just became very sassy. She's got the RBF, very the resting Brittany sassy. Yeah. I'm like, where is that coming from? Like a lot, a lot of sass. <sighs> Almost too much sass. A lot of sass. Almost too much sass, you could say. So Angela's like, I kind of expected you and Yasin to pick me up. And Brittany says, he didn't even pick me up. 
Oh, Brittany. Which, again, I feel like this storyline, wouldn't you tell Brittany, or wouldn't Brittany tell Angela, here's what's going on? Well, Angela was on the plane, so. I guess. I guess. So this is where Brittany explains to Angela all this drama, right? Shows her the photos of the smashed up car. She starts pretending she's over Yazin. But right then, at that moment, Yazin texts her. And FaceTimes her. And FaceTimes her. So she picks up the FaceTime and they just start arguing over the whole airport debacle, how she ignored him, but she didn't see him. And thank God the phone died because I couldn't stand a second more of that conversation. If you can call it a conversation, it was the most annoying back and forth I've Mm -hmm. ever heard. Poor Angela felt like she walked into a tornado. Yeah, it was a tornado. It was a shit storm. She should have said a hurricane because she's from Florida. It was a shit storm. (laughs) But yeah, the back and forth, Brittany just, here's what bothers me about Brittany is I don't buy this act that she's putting on. She, um, I'm not into yes and I'm over it. Girls trip. No, you went to Jordan. You knew you're going to meet up mm-hmm. with him. You're not going there for a girls trip. You're pretending, of not. you're pretending you're this independent woman, but you're, you're going to Jordan to see him. So that of bothers course she, me. Of, of course. course she is. But like, I don't know if it's for the show or she's just trying to be too cool for school. Like, ugh, like, I am not going to deal with him, but I'm not going to cancel my vacation. Like, girls trip. Right. Right. So, it's the next day. Brittany and Angela are heading out to have a good time exploring, quote unquote, all the parts of Jordan that Yazin didn't want her to see. So. Why would you say that? Because she she was in the cab. She's like, oh, and this is the market. (laughs) And this is. (laughs) This is where Yazin and I had an apartment. And, oh, this is the mosque Yazin took me to. Yeah. Oh, these are all the parts he didn't want you to see? Doesn't make, again, it doesn't make oh, wait, any sense. Oh, wait, she said it? Yes. I must have missed that part. She, yeah, she goes, she's like, oh, we're going out. We're going to have a good time, explore all the parts Yasin didn't want me to see. Like, you see, I missed that part because then in the car, she was like, and this is what I went with right. Yasin to do whatever. And I'm like, right. Okay. Come on, Brittany. So they end up at this market and Angela's literally eating it up. She's eating it up. She's eating the foods. She's being nice to everyone. She's wearing a turtleneck. She's, yeah, she's covered up. Because, oh, she did you catch when Angela was concerned about B for wearing her boobs out? Did basically? you call her B? Yeah, I call her B. <laughs> it's B. No, um, yeah. She was like, should, should you be showing those things? She's like, shouldn't you, like, are you going to cover it up? She's like, a jacket, like an open jacket that she couldn't even close over her boobs. I did not understand that outfit. We need to, we need to meme that outfit. If you saw the wide shot of her, it, <laughs> I, I, know. I could not even understand. It looked like she was hiding Big Ed under there. So it looked like she had other people in that jacket. Not even that, but it was a winter coat. Then she no. was wearing these... What do you call it in English? Those jeans that are like bells. Bell bottoms. Bell bottoms. Yeah. It was raining, so they were all soaking wet, which brought me back to my childhood when I was wearing <laughs> those freaking jeans. And every single time it rained, I was soaking wet. And then she was wearing flip-flops. So it's like you're wearing a winter coat yes. and then flip-flops. But first I was judging her and then I realized she's from Florida. 
This right, is what people right. do here. I it's guess. it's 55 degrees and people wear winter hats, and winter jackets, <laughs> winter jackets, but flip flops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that outfit was something else. Yeah. Okay, so they eventually leave the market, and Brittany's like, "Let's go for some drinks. Let's get some drinks." And Angela's like, "Can you even drink here?" And yeah, I was not sure about it either. I was kind of wondering that too. I mean, maybe if you're with. We're going to sound bad here, but I don't know the rule. Like, I don't know what the laws are. We know they're strict. Maybe if you're with your husband, you can go to certain establishments. I knew that in Dubai, you can. I think they have like different restrictions for like tourists. Yeah. As you know, I almost moved to Dubai. That's true. (laughs) I don't think we told that story. We did not. Long story short, we could tell it another time. You were offered a position as a flight attendant on Emirates. Yes. Yes. But it was... So this is this is a fan fact about me. I always like to have plan B. Whatever I do, I always have a plan B, right? So my plan A was I finished college and I was waiting for my work visa approval. But in the meantime, I didn't want to just wait. I'm like, if, you know, somehow my visa get denied, I'm going to have a plan B. So I applied for this job to work for Emirates and yes. my visa got approved. But I also got the job offer, mm-hmm. but I took my work visa over to do what I studied to do. Yes, luckily. Otherwise, I would not have met you. That is you very were, true. If you were in Dubai. That is very true. So I'm yeah. happy I didn't take the position. But yeah. as I the, was... We'll, we'll tell the full story As time. I was applying, I was researching to like life in Dubai. And so... <laughs> You're like, uh, can I drink? This is a <laughs> <laughs> number one question. Really the only question, can I drink? Well, I was more yeah, curious about, you know, how to life of someone who's not Muslim, Mm -hmm. but Dubai is very modern and there are lots of foreigners live in Dubai. So yeah, one of your good friends ended up taking a job with Emirates and not anymore. She just popped a baby two days ago. She was, (laughs) she was living the life in her Emirates provided apartment and she was having a good time. Yeah, she was. Okay. So anyway, they do go for drinks. They go to this restaurant and they grab drinks and Everyone's just staring at them. Everyone on the streets, everyone in the restaurant is just staring at them. Which, I think they were staring. Well, yes, one, they weren't ha- wearing hijabs. hijabs. And two, Britney's boobs were out. And three, there's a camera crew around you. True, true, right? true. So, few reasons. So while they're having drinks, Britney admits she could probably be more supportive and more patient with Yasin, mm-hmm. right? You get drunk, you start telling the truth. Oh, classic Britney. Yeah. So she admits she needs to settle down and really she gets honest. I think if you can call it honesty for the first time and just basically says, maybe, maybe I could be a little better. Maybe I could treat Yasin a little better. Drunk Brittany. So as you do when you're drunk and you're reminiscing, you say, wouldn't it be a great idea to like FaceTime him right now? We should, should we text them? Should we FaceTime them? That's why drunk people should not be using their cell phones unless you're in a committed relationship and there's nothing stupid you can, you can possibly say. There should be built in breathalyzers in single people's cell phones. Oh my God, that's a great idea. And before you can unlock it, forget at the top of the show, we were talking about our passcodes, facial recognition breathalyzer and if you blow over the legal limit that thing ain't getting unlocked except for the emergency that's a great idea you know how much heartache it would save how many times and not us rhetorically how many times have you woke up the next morning after partying and been scared to look at your phone 
what did I text? I'm not saying us. I'm not saying, I'm not just us. saying you, you're worried. You're worried sometimes about what you do when you're drunk. Breathalyzer, cell phones. I just remember, I, it brings me back to when I was in my teens and my parents texted me. I was like out like drinking hard. Yeah. And the next morning I was like, oh my God, I hope I wasn't texting them back. Exactly, exactly. I, I obviously did text right. them back. <laughs> or even, just even my guy friends, you know, in quarantine, we get drunk, get off the Zoom chat, you keep texting you go to bed, you're like, what did I say? What did I say when I was, you know, when it's two in the morning, three in the morning and you're drunk and you're, you're like, ah, I hope I didn't sound stupid. Breathalyzer cell phones. I think it's a great idea. I think we should cut this segment out <laughs> so no one can steal our no. million dollar idea. We don't edit. We give you guys everything. So take this idea. So don't steal our idea. Just give us credit for it. Well, give us this money. Yeah. Okay. No, so they FaceTime Yaz and because Britney's phone doesn't have a breathalyzer lock on it. Oh, that's so and, good. <laughs> and Britney's like, yeah, come, come. Here's where we are. Here's the location. Pick us up. And at that moment, cue the dramatic music, right? As soon as Britney's like, here's my location. It's like, dun, dun, dun. And just dramatic music. She's also, she also she, had two drinks and she's hammered. I know, I know. Like, is it is it the Jordan light beer she's drinking that's were, not as light? They were drinking rum, I'm pretty sure. I think she, they were drinking beer. Someone was drinking rum. It, she, her friend was drinking rum, I think. Well, maybe they were, yeah. Well, but anyways, two drinks and Britney can't stand yeah, straight. Yeah. Well, Brit, yeah, Britney says, after she tells Yasmin where they are, she goes, let the bullshit commence. And then she just oh, Jesus. logs her drink. <laughs> and that's where that's where the segment ends. If quarantine helped me with something, it's me being able to handle my alcohol. Yeah, built all of our tolerance. For better or for worse. I feel like I haven't been drunk drunk since the beginning of the quarantine. Just because like I like learned to level it up. Yeah. If that makes <laughs> any sense. I got, you know, I got super hungover one day in quarantine. Not even super hungover. He got super sick. Yeah. Well, it was a hangover. It was the day Bob and Doug went to, <laughs> to the International Space Station. John was so hungover that he couldn't even watch Bob and Doug. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I was, you woke me up, I think, when they were counting down from 10. I was sleeping. You're like, John, John, they're. Bob and Doug are going. <laughs> like, well, I was like, huh? it was a historic moment. I didn't want you I'm to glad, miss it. I'm glad I didn't miss it. And yeah, that was, that was tough. And I learned my lesson and I have not gotten that drunk since then. So good. Cause yeah, I cleaned up after you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we won't get into that. We won't get into that either. All right. Let's, let's move on. That's Brittany. And yes. And let's talk about Ari and baby. Okay. Ari and baby. Yeah, Ari, baby, and the actual baby. Yeah, so it's been about two weeks since that baby was born, since Avi was born. And at this point, the fam needs money to raise Avi. You, you need money to raise a baby. I'm sure it's expensive if a Toyota Yaris is $300,000. I'm sure. Can't even imagine how much diapers. taking care of a baby and costs how exactly. How much are 2008 diapers? So... <laughs> Baby's starting to work again, right? This is good news. So you think. So Ari's breastfeeding at the apartment while baby's off at one of his jobs. And there's just so much breastfeeding on this show. 
right? The hungriest babies are on this show. I feel like everyone is breastfeeding a 90 day fiance. You had Breastfest 2020 <laughs> with Libby and the Loudmouths and her sisters, right? Now you have this Breastfest going on. You know what's funny? I almost feel like I don't even see Ari breastfeeding. I see her breastfeeding, but it's she looks so natural and she's doing it all the time. All the time. That I almost don't see it. Right. <laughs> Plus her attitude is more interesting than her breastfeeding. So okay. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Plus so. she doesn't show the boob, so right. sorry, sorry guys. Right. She's not giving anything away for free. So later that night, baby's sister and friend appear at the apartment. They to were hang with so her. sweet. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, <laughs> she didn't invite them over, but I guess baby said go keep Ari company while I'm playing the butt bongos. Because they just showed up unannounced. I hate people who show up unannounced. Guys, do not show up unannounced anywhere. It's so rude I, these days. I hate it. I literally hate it. I can't imagine any scenario where I would enjoy it. No. There's even- zero. If I was sitting home alone, you were away, say, on business, and I'd been alone for three days, bored out of my mind, and I heard a knock at the door... And I opened it up, and it was my best friend who came to surprise me. I'm your best friend, but I'm on the business business was, trip. Yeah, if I was my second best friend, <laughs> who came, I would be like, "What are you doing here? You couldn't text first? Like, what?" I would be so annoyed. Even before the pandemic, before we had people over, we talked about it for like three days. Then before they were coming over, they texted us if it's okay. Yeah. We usually texted them, "Hey, sorry, we need an hour." A little and heads like, up. We. We were going back and forth. Yeah. You got you you to give a warning. Yeah. I think back though when I was a child, grew up in a nice neighborhood, I would just go to my friend's house, my neighbor's house unannounced, knock on the door. Hey, is Matt, is Matt home? Can Matt come out and play? Yeah, I used to do that too. But you know, the difference is the parents were always there to buffer. Like mm. the parents could say yes or no if something was going on. They could that break is the so news. true. When I was a kid, I would just like win and <laughs> knock on people's doors. Like, yeah. you want to go out and play? Yeah. And the answer was always yes. Ugh. But never, never again. Yeah, don't do that, guys. So the baby's sister and, and friend did it. Ari was not thrilled about it. But they're sitting there hanging out. And baby's sister just starts talking about how when baby's at work, he meets a lot of foreign girls when he's and dancing. And that's also how he met his ex. That's how he met his ex. He doesn't just dance. He also emcees. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. His, his job description is not that simple. Yes. I think baby's sister is just trying to stir the pot. She's being a hoe. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> yeah, she really is kind of stirring the pot. And uh, I don't know why she would do that. I don't think it's Even cool. the friend, the friend looked nice, but uh, he was like, oh, and there's the club. They He met his ex. I know. Like, bro, on, why are you telling on. dad to a lady that's breastfeeding? Right. It'd be one thing if they were hooking up or something. No, it is now the mother to baby's child. Like, be a little more cool. Be a little more welcoming. Yeah. And Ari, as always, she doesn't hold back, so she called them assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's paranoid now that baby's going to mess up again and make a mistake with one of those foreign girls. Well, right? I wouldn't be, well, I guess paranoid, but I can't imagine 
being Ari, she's in a foreign country with a baby. She doesn't have anything to do but being with the baby. They don't have enough money. And her husband works all night. Or I don't know if he works during the day too. But Mm -hmm. he's always working to make money. Like I can imagine just sitting in that apartment and just... I know. But hey, at least she does have Avi. I feel like a lot of people... In those circumstances, don't even have the baby to hang with. So at least she has some company. True. So, but I'm but with you. I'm, I'm with sure you. she would rather be with Abby in New Jersey. That's probably true. Still, I don't get why can they try and apply for baby's visa in the U.S. He can MC an American club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, I'd go see baby. In a, an American club. Yeah. So, I don't know. But it's a new day. Ari is excited because her family is finally coming to visit in Ethiopia. But she's excited. Not everyone's excited, right? She's a little nervous how baby's going to act. So she's kind of coaching him, kind of coaching him how to act. She's being very bitchy. I do not like that. She's like, oh, and baby's like, oh, what do I call your dad? Like, dad? It's like, no, (laughs) call him Dr. Weinberg. Yeah, not, not Fred. Should I call him? No, Dr. Weinberg. Yeah. Not Fred, not dad, Dr. Weinberg. Which you should do. You should, you should at least the first meeting refer. Don't scare him. She was like, she was like. all how you'd say it. Yeah. She was being a little intimidating. I think think you told me to call your dad, Dr. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I never did because when I met him, he goes like. I'm going to use a fake name just to protect him. He goes like... I can't wait to hear what you say. George. <laughs> nice to meet you. I was like, Teresa, nice to meet you, George. And I, I never got to see Dr. George. Right. But like you told me that too. I but said, not, I you said suggest, call him doctor. You suggested it. I said call him yeah, doctor. But you, yes. it was a suggestion. It was it's like... It's just a thing out of respect because if you are a doctor and someone calls you Mr., it's a little... It's a little But everyone bit is of a, everyone is a mister. Not everyone is a doctor. Exactly so, why it's true, special. <laughs> but it should not be looked down at. I don't think I don't think he, my dad, would get upset or take it personally. But I was just saying, if you wanna show the utmost respect, this is what you say. Yeah. Sure, you could say mister, and I don't think he would fault you. But if you wanna earn some points, you say doctor. True. Was a need for earning any points. He loved me right away. <laughs> yes, you guys had so much in common. But the, okay. but the way you suggested it, you were like, may, I asked, like, what should I call your dad? You're like, well, maybe, you know, you could say Mr. George or, you know, like, or do, no, said, Dr. George yeah. or Mr. George. And yeah, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, you have to call him Dr. George. <laughs> no, of course not. Okay. But yeah, Ari says baby has to call him Dr. Weinberg. So then, out of nowhere, Ari gets even more upset because she, I guess it just hits her that baby is not sacrificing anything. She's sacrificed a lot. She's moved to this new country. She's staying home, raising Avi. Baby's not sacrificing anything. He's always out and about. And Ari feels, she feels a little alone, right? That she's the only one raising Avi. So... This is where she brings back up his work as a dancer. And she's not thrilled with it. Well, she also brings up going through his phone. Well, that was a little later. First, she was like, 
I used to be supportive that baby was a dancer, but now that we have a kid, I'm not so thrilled. And Dave's like, I know, I know my work is hard. I know my work is hard. And then Ari goes, okay, I go, I go through his phone every night when he goes to sleep. I don't know how I feel about that. I know how I feel about that. Oh, red flags. Oh, 800%. That's what I meant. But so this is how I see it. I wish I remembered your password, but almost for like an emergency. Like I would never go through your phone. You can do an emergency without a password. That's the only thing you can call if you don't have a password. True. But like, I don't know. Like sometimes you grab my phone and you look at stuff. I don't I have nothing to hide. I don't mind it. But I cannot grab yours because I cannot remember your password. (laughs) But but I've told you it. I know. But what I'm saying is like. It's because you're always drunk. It doesn't unlock. I have that breathalyzer on it. (laughs) Sure. Ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I, I would never go through your phone. If If you're at the point of going through someone's phone every night when they go to bed, leave. Don't be in that relationship. Every relationship, we've said it before, is built on trust. Yeah. If you're going through someone's phone, you have zero trust and there's nothing left in the relationship if there's no trust. Exactly. All I was going to say is like, I would never go through your phone, but like knowing that I can, that's enough. You know? Right. Right. Just knowing that if I could. Yeah. Yes. But I would never be like, oh. What is he doing? Plus, when John's texting someone, I always ask, who are you texting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not, it's not, I don't think it's out of paranoia or concern. Mm-hmm. It's out of curiosity because we have the same friends. We have, yeah. you know, if I'm talking to my mom, you'd probably be like, hey, Warren, why isn't it a group if chat? Or whatever. Yeah. If yeah. you're talking to your mom, it's mostly the group chat. Right. <laughs> no. And I ask you too, just because curiosity. Of course. I'm not suspicious of anything. But like. Because you're literally doing it while we're cuddling on the couch. Yeah. yeah. But like I ask because I'm curious, but I would not be like, oh, who is he texting? Let's wait for him to go to the bathroom. And no. I'm just going to go through his whole phone. If you've got a crazy person. If you've gotten to the point where you're taking your significant other's phone and grabbing their hand while they're asleep oh, so, that that was she, wild. so that you could open up their phone with a thumbprint. Oh, then, wait, she was doing that? No, I'm just saying people do that. People <laughs> like if you were sleeping, I could sneak over, get your phone, hold it in front of your face. It would unlock with your facial recognition and go through your phone. Yeah, but you do, also know my password, just, my passcode. I'm just saying people do that. Yeah. If you're at that point, sure. even if you find Nothing. If they are not doing anything wrong, if you're at the point where you think they are, if you think they're cheating on you or doing something and they're hiding it from you, that's even it. If, even if they're not, you're done. The relationship's, relationship's over. 100%. All trust, is, all trust is lost. I was going to say when you said, oh, like, you know, when, when someone grabs, when she grabs his phone, I meant... I thought that you were talking about Addy literally grabbing the phone from baby's hand. Oh, yeah. Right. It was crazy. During that conversation, she does. And she calls these women. She just calls. Oh, random my numbers, God. And they're all American girls, though. Like her crazy level is like her through the roof. It's like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. She wins the crazy. But they're all American girls that baby's talking to. How it do is, you know? She said it. Were you not watching this show either? I feel like a lot watching- of times you just tune out. But I, I rewatched the show. She said, <laughs> I called the numbers and it's 
American girls that answer. And when they do, I hang up because I don't know what to say back to them. I don't only watch the show once. I watched it several times. I totally missed it. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, she does. And she hung up. That's that's not good. That's what I'm saying. She's suspicious. Red flag. Don't be in the relationship. She calls. Baby's talking to other Americans. Bad. This is not good. I like baby, but this is bad. Oh, baby. I'm curious if this relationship will survive. Well, Ari said, I don't know if you missed this too. Oh, uh, Don't make fun of me. She said, we are like roommates with a baby. Yeah, I, I call that. Yeah. Things are so bad this early in the relationship. I've lost hope for them. I think I've lost hope for them. And it upsets me because I thought they were fine. I thought they were a fine couple. And then baby, and I totally agree with him, said that Ari's lack of confidence in him basically turns him off. Yeah, that's not good. The whole situation's bad. It's awkward. Fred and Janice are on their way, and there's just this awkwardness in the air. Yeah, Ari needs to chill. Otherwise, she's going to ruin this relationship. And baby needs to stop talking to other American women. Very true. Okay, so Janice and Fred... They, they've arrived, right? So Ari and baby go to pick them up and Ari and Avi, they're going to wait at the hotel where Ari's parents are staying. Baby's going to the airport to grab them because it's cold. Ari doesn't want to take the baby. Yeah, but I don't get it. Like baby has to get in. A, he has to take the cap. Mm-hmm. Why can't the parents just take the cap to the hotel? I don't know. Cause I'm trying to make a TV show here. True. <laughs> Don't question everything. So <laughs> on the way to dropping Ari and Avi off, baby drops a bomb, right? He's got to work tonight. Uh-oh. So he's not going to be able to stay with Ari and her parents. And this pisses Ari off. But those butt bongos aren't going to play themselves. Someone's got to go take care of business. I mean, if you want to get 20, 2008 you got to you got to work for it. Yeah. You got to work gotta, for it. So now Ari is mad. And this is not how she wanted her parents visit to start off. And who would? Who would yeah. want to get into a huge argument right when your parents arrive? I totally agree. Well, baby probably should look at his schedule. And he actually admitted that he knew about tonight. He just forgot to tell Ari. Yeah, he's not the most responsible. No, for sure uh, not. But money is money, you know. If you need yeah. money, you need money. Yeah. So Ari's at the hotel waiting, baby's at the airport waiting, and out walks Janice and Fred, right? And uh, baby hands them bouquets of flowers, not just to Janice. Baby gives Fred a bouquet of flowers, too. I mean, it's very nice. I think baby is really good with parents. For some reason, I think he has a way of sweet-talking parents. I think I, if I was a parent and I met him... I would like him. Even Fred, even Dr. Weinberg said, baby's got kind eyes. Mm-hmm. You know? And he also allowed him to call him He's dad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do not call me Dr. Weinberg. Do not call me Fred. I'm going to just call your dad dad. You can now. Maybe I'll call him Dr. Dad. Mm-hmm. Double Ds. <laughs> I thought you would love it. I mean, now that we are married, you can, he is your father. Yeah. Would you call my dad, dad? Yeah. Tati? Yeah. Ahoy, Tati. You would? Yeksamash. Ahoy, Tati. <laughs> of course I would. Oh. Neyekui, Tati. Namamrat slaka. 
Oh, you're so good at check. That's what I would you say. Have to, you have to brush it up. I'm going to brush it up. I'm going to brush it up. Okay. So, <laughs> baby, <laughs> baby is, baby's making that good impression with Fred and Shanice. They're in good spirits. They're in a good mood. And so they all get back to the hotel and they finally get to meet their grandson, Avi. I feel like they have a really nice relationship. Fred and Janice? Yeah. I love Fred and Janice. Like they're like you know, an older couple. They had kids. Now they're just like being together. They're laughing. They're joking. They're traveling to Ethiopia together. That's what I'm saying. Janice for Janice 2024. Maybe Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Fred. He's got kind eyes too. That Fred. Well, that's what I'm saying. Vice president and vice president. Janice and Fred 2024. Let's see. 2024. Yeah. 2024. Let's, <laughs> let's see. 2020, 20, 2024. Let's see. It's let's all, not skip ahead. We still have a lot to figure out, but that's this true. is not a political podcast. <laughs> so true, I'm going to just stop. Okay. So Fred and Janice get to the hotel. They meet Avi and baby tells them, I haven't seen Ari smile like this in a long time. Since the last time Janice was here, basically, he didn't say that, but that's what he meant. Baby, that is not what you want to say. You literally just bought her a plane ticket back to the US. Yeah. You want to pretend at least that you're making their daughter smile every day. Of course, you should be like, oh, Ari, you're smiling again. Yeah, oh my God, I haven't seen you smile this much since this morning. Nope. Stop smiling, girl. Stop smiling. You're smiling smiling too much. Your face is going to get stuck like that. So (laughs) baby leaves Ari and Avi at the hotel. He heads to work and now Ari's mad again, right? Because she's alone. But I think she's also mad because it's not a good look. This is not a good look for her. She's probably feeling... My parents are judging this, right? They just flew in from Jersey. Here they are. Families all together. No. You know now what I'm curious? this taken off to go play the Bapangos. If baby never cut his dreadlocks, would she be desert to him or would she still be like mesmerized by him? Oh, she'd be mesmerized. Because I feel like that was it. Like she was so, he was so good looking to her. Yeah. She doesn't even, yeah, when he cut the dreads, she said go, like, oh, it's like a new person. I don't yeah, even recognize I don't, yeah, him. Yeah, I don't even like, I don't even know how I feel about him. It. It's like, girl, <laughs> it's hair. It's hair. It grows back. Relax. But <sighs> that's, that's where that segment ends. All right. Let's talk about our one-time favorite couple, Devin and Junie. Yes. And they're those one of those who spoiled it for us on social media. But I always try to forget about it when I watch. <laughs> yeah, you got to put it out of your mind. So Devin and Junie, they're home at their apartment. And believe it or not, apparently things have been going great since Devin confronted Junie about his phone full of nudes. Who would have known? Just yeah, he's working hard with his phones, I, I assume. <laughs> yeah, he's you selling know? a lot of phones. He hopefully deleted the pictures off his phone. He things, supports his family. Things are going good. But they did get some shocking news. They found out Devin got pregnant again. That's what Devin tells us. She got pregnant again. Like, Junie clearly does not know what a condom is. Well, I was going to say Junie's A, got that super sperm, or B, once again, the condom slipped off. I'm going to say, I think his penis is too tiny. Oh, you had to because, say it. Well, Devon said it before, somebody uh, pitting it, that the condom <laughs> just slips off. Just slipped off. Maybe they bought the wrong condoms. 
just slipped off. We don't know. He needs like extra, extra, extra small. We don't know that. I'm quoting, leave, I'm quoting Devon. Leave the man alone. Okay. Because then we did get some sad news. True. Right? We did get some sad news. Devin had a miscarriage. So she's no longer pregnant. That's very sad. Yeah. And you can tell Junie and Devin, they're both really shattered by this. They're, it seems like they're both really heartbroken. Which, you know, I think. I can't imagine because I've never been in such situation, but I I just assume it must be very hard. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. People say tragedy brings people together. And it seems like that's what this tragedy, that's what this miscarriage is doing. It's bringing them together. And not just the two of them, also June's parents and Devon. Everyone's really coming together, right? They've come together around this tragedy. They're bonding. They're finding love. They're realizing the little fights they were having weren't worth it. And they actually love each other. Yeah, at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure there's some saying, you know, silver lining or with darkness mm-hmm. comes light. Or, but, yes, yeah, something terrible happened. But yeah. at least they found some good out of it. Right. Very true. So the fact is, yeah, Devin is getting along with the family. So much so that Devin and Junie's mom are headed out for a little girl's afternoon. I'm so curious. What is that little machine that translates? Um, That's what it is. It's a translator. Well, I know. I've never seen it. I don't think we want it. I don't think it works very well. It, I feel like it works like 80% of the time. 80% of the time. And the other 20% of the time, <laughs> it gets you in big trouble. <laughs> so Devin and Junie's mom are headed to a Korean history museum, right? It gives Devin a way to get the miscarriage off her mind, but also feel that love that Junie's mom is providing. Have you ever realized that Devin has no facial expressions? Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, yeah. Like when she's sad, it's the same as when she's happy. Yeah. The only the only way I know that she's happy is when she says that she's happy. Mm-hmm. But her face doesn't give anything away. She has this emo, stone cold face. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I feel like she's not the only one who's like that, though. Who else is like that? Florian, for one, is like that. Well, but he doesn't have a sad face. He has this um, slow and lazy person face. Okay. <laughs> Is that your professional diagnosis of his face? I mean, just look at him. Yeah. Look it's, at him. But I just mean it doesn't change. It's always one note. You know, He looks Devin- like someone stole his wallet, but he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> just sad apathy. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, you're probably right about that. So... Anyway, they get to this museum, right? This Korean history museum. And they immediately go to this recreation of a Korean bathroom. <laughs> Junie's mom, Junie's mom just squats over this <laughs> toilet and just, just like making pushing noises, right? And I love this. This is why Junie has hemorrhoids. Because <laughs> his. His mom's like, uh, is this how you get hemorrhoids? Yeah, I think by stressing too much on the oh, toilet. I didn't know that. Yeah, thanks, mom. Right, but 
but it's fine. They're they're having a laugh. They're having a little mother-in-law, daughter-in-law bonding session. So it's all good. It was a little weird. Yeah, Devin did that too. She squealed <sighs> down. She was like, ah. I mean, <laughs> Devin and Junie's storyline revolves completely around the bathroom. <laughs> Bidet, clean anal, this Carpets. Yeah, carpets? She was cleaning a carpet in the bathtub. Yeah, probably because someone shat Not, on not it. the carp, carpet. Not a, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you put the carpet in the bathtub. So they bond. <laughs> Everyone in check. Yes, you're not the only one. So they bond. It's good. They talk about the miscarriage. And Junie's mom tells Devin, she thinks Devin has courage and good things will come. I think that's great. Yeah. That's great that she would say that. And then Devin tells June's mom that the museum is cool, a.k.a. chilly. Thanks to the translator. She's like, oh, this museum is very cool. And the translator goes like, this museum is very chilly. Right. And June's mom is like. Takes off her sweater and gives it to her. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah. I feel like Devon can pick a few things up. So she corrected herself. She said, this museum is very awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a nice, it was a nice afternoon. They both agreed to make an effort to keep things positive and grow their relationship. So not going to spoil it, but. Okay, they made. They are going to make an effort. To they are making an effort, yes, and everyone seems to love each other, as you said. A tragedy brought them closer together. Yeah, and that's where this segment ends. Yeah. So next is the bathroom break, right? Yeah. Oh my god! Did you see that meme? What I was saw that? a meme, and it was a random, random meme. So. I don't even know who posted it. I'm sorry, but someone says it was a picture of Tim and Melissa mm-hmm. and saying like, do you guys treat these two as a bathroom break or is <laughs> it's it just so true. me? It's so true. I haven't been, I haven't been on Instagram too much this past week. It's oh, me a, neither. It's been a crazy week. We've been work, slack. Work, 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 We've been work. slacking on our memes. So we got to get back to that. We're sorry, guys. We're, we're, we're going to pick up our game again, but you know, it's been we, a have, crazy week. we have day jobs too. It's been a crazy <laughs> week. But no, I missed I missed all the good memes probably over the past week. But it's true. This is a bathroom break of a couple. But let's talk about the little that there is to talk about. Mom came. Robin came with Aunt Carmen. And I realized that Aunt Carmen is probably Robin's sister. Mm-hmm. I thought it was her, you know, a partner. That you just call Anne. Like, I remember, like, all my mom's friends and just friends, but I, I would call them aunts, right? <laughs> so I thought it's like your mom's special friend, aunt. No. Carmen. No, I don't understand what you're saying. I don't think the listeners understand what you're saying. What I'm about to say is... is Can I clarify? I think you've said enough. I want to clarify. Go for it. Okay. All my mom's friends, girlfriends, I don't call them like, oh, hey, Susan. I would be like, oh, hey, aunt, Susan. Hey, aunt, Georgia. I understand. You know, I understand. But why? Why did you say you thought it was going to be Robin's like special partner friend? Because then why would you travel just with an aunt? So it could also be like her partner that if my mom had such a friend, I would still call her aunt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, Aunt Susan with Aunt Lydia. Right? Got it. 
Yeah. So I thought that Aunt Carmen is the special friend of Robin, but apparently it's just her sister. It's just her aunt. <laughs> what I, what I, or just his aunt. What I was going to say is my grandma refers to like friends that are girls as girlfriends, right? You have your friends and you have, you have your girlfriends. I do that too. Right. But coming from an older woman, my grandma, when my sister was in high school or college, she, my grandma would always be like, how's your, how, to my sister, how's your girlfriend, Erica? <laughs> and it just always seemed like, why are you calling out that it's a girlfriend, right? Because mm. it's confusing. Why couldn't you just say, how's your friend, Erica? It's true. It makes it seem like there's something more, which is fine if there was. There wasn't. So it was just confusing. Very true, but I do that she too. She would never say to me, how's your guy, fr- how's your boyfriend, Ted? <laughs> you know? That would be a little weird. But no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be any more weird than saying, how's your girlfriend, Erica? True, true. Right? I, so- I say guy friends. You know, I do. Like, oh, how, how are your guy friends? And I talk about but, my, okay, my girls why? as girlfriends. I don't understand why you would segregate know. them like that. They're just your friends. You could specify, how is Ted? But you wouldn't say, how's your boyfriend, I would never say that. But I would never say, oh, how is your guy friend, Ted? But I would be like... That doesn't make sense. No, no, but I would be like, how are your guy friends? I know, and I still don't understand why I wouldn't just say, how are your friends? I'm talking to a specific group of people. Right, right. Okay, well, that's that's in your own head. So it's not, this is how, how I live. For some reason, this episode, we're talking so much about our personal life. I don't know why. I don't know why either, but I hope you guys don't hate us over yeah. If that. you do, I'm sure you've stopped listening by now. I hope not. <laughs> so then let's talk about the show. So Robin and Carmen, they're coming to Columbia. Not a special friend, Carmen, just, just an aunt. Just family. So they get to the airport. Tim and Melissa are there to pick up Robin and Carmen. And it's all love from the start, right? A lot of embracing so far. Mm -hmm. So good. They bring Robin and Carmen back to the apartment. They show them around. They crack some beers. And this is when the interrogation starts. Robin immediately starts questioning. How have things been between you guys? You guys are back together. How's that going? How's the relationship going? It's like, mom, geez. You've been here for two minutes. Relax. <laughs> observe. Observe. Use your own eyes. Figure out for yourself how the relationship's going. And she's she's definitely curious to see how things are going to play out between them. I don't think she's asking how are things right now. I think she's trying to predict the future. Like, are you going to be around for a while, Melissa? Do I have to get used to you? I feel like Robin is trying to, like, cancel this relationship. And then so her... And Tim can go on smothered. Oh. <laughs> because he seems like a mama's boy. It's definitely a mama's boy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is. is it smothered? Oh, no. Yeah. It's I like. Oh, uh, I love a mama's I love, boy. I love a mama's They're boy. They're both. They're, it seems very similar. So. We got to watch it. Oh, so much television. <laughs> so the interrogation only lasts a couple of minutes. Robin's tired. So Melissa says she's going to go stay with her parents while Robin and Carmen are in town. Yeah, I was curious why. Like, I get it that it's awkward, but isn't it more awkward if you actually leave? For sure it's more awkward. You want to stick it out. That's that's when you bond with people. So mm-hmm. I was I got a haircut the other day, and I was talking to my hairdresser. She had just met her boyfriend's 
parents. Okay. She had just traveled and they're, they live in another state. So they drove a few hours. They met for dinner and maybe she stayed the night at their house and then left. And she was saying, oh, it was so awkward. I don't think they liked me. They're kind of standoffish. They're quiet. I'm not. I'm outgoing. I'm a hairdresser. I talk. And I was like, you were only there for a few hours, right? She's like, yeah. And I said, that's why it's awkward. If you stayed for three nights, there's not so much pressure on that one dinner. If you have one dinner, all the marbles are on that one dinner. If you get dinner, then the next morning you get breakfast, then you get an activity in the afternoon. It's like, okay, I screwed up dinner, but I'm killing it at breakfast right now, right? So there was so much pressure on this one dinner for her that Mm. it blew it. I told her the story about how you came for Father's Day. Oh, yeah. And you just knocked the whole family out. But like, I, I, how, how long did we stay? One or two nights? Probably two nights, I would say. No, I think just one. Okay. But so yes, I stayed overnight. But it was more than just dinner. We had that whole afternoon. We mm-hmm. had that night, that dinner. The next, right? It wasn't just, it's all riding on this one dinner. So for Robin and Carmen, they're there. Melissa. It's just going to have these little moments to try to make a good impression and then take off and then give them a chance to talk about her behind her back. Mm -hmm. If she just planted her ass there and just said, here we are, one big family, let's work this out. I think it would have been more Yeah, she should have sucked it up. Sucked it up, right? Okay. What I wanted to say was, (laughs) 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 I think Robin seems a little fake to me. I don't love Robin. No, me neither. Immediately. A little fake, right? Me neither. Once, at first, they were all huggy, huggy, embracing. Once she started talking, once they got back to the apartment, didn't seem so warm and open-minded. Didn't love her a lot, right? So Melissa leaves. Tim's family starts asking why we just traveled this way. Why is she leaving us here? And Tim says, well, because there's some tension between Robin and Melissa, they got in that big fight in the States, but now they have a chance to settle things over these next couple of days, right? Mm-hmm. So Tim hopes they talk things out, wants, wants there to be love between everyone, and that's his hope for this trip. Yeah. So the next day, Tim, Robin, and Melissa, they're heading to the market to spend some time together. Yeah. I was, I kept like saying, yeah, because I was like trying to think... Was there anything interesting during this segment? This is where it gets interesting. Kind of. As interesting as this <laughs> cheese she, can be. She gets in the cab. Robin <laughs> gets in the cab. She's like, to the cab driver, you speak English? Ablo English? And the cabbie just sits there, silent. Classic Chuck move. I was going to say, I, at first I felt like Robin was almost like a Karen. Like a Karen light. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like, a, like a classic Karen. And then I was like, no, she's a chuck light. She's she a, is. She's a chuck of Libby and mm-hmm. Andre. She's a chuck, right? She gets to this market. They go to a market. And she's like, wow, this is much more beautiful than I anticipated. You know, Colombia has such a bad reputation with all the drugs and everything. She thought it was going to be someone saying coke on every corner. <laughs> right? That's chuck. That's chuck mm-hmm. being like. Oh, do you have Walmart here? Is Amazon? You guys eat salads here? Chuck, <laughs> like, who oh. never had a salad in his life. Right. She's like, like, oh, this is 
this is actually not that bad. Uh, I thought there was going to be bullets flying past my head. And I'm sure there are parts of Colombia where life looks like this, but yeah. look <laughs> at Melissa, look at her apartment, look at her life. It looks pretty nice. Yes. I don't think she would live in a neighborhood like this. Right. There are parts of America. Of course. Where there are bullets flying by your 800%. head. Where there are drugs being dealt on the corner. I just can't stand that ignorance. And that's what really bothered her. Like, you're going to come out and say that? Oh, my God. This is actually, it's actually kind of nice here. I thought it was going to be way shittier. I thought it was going to be drugs on every corner and bullets flying by my head. Also, before you go somewhere, do a little research, Robin. No, nobody does research. No. I know. I don't freaking get it every time. And you hate when I do this, but when Jenna and I decide on a trip, I literally plan and research ahead. And not like plan every move, just like what I want to see and do. And John doesn't like that. John likes to do this when it gets closer. Yeah, I don't. I think planning is good. I don't love it when the trip is six months away and every day I have to hear, okay, so this is what I'm thinking. It's like, there's a lot of life to be lived between now True, and that trip. Let's let's enjoy the present. But I'm and excited. Then we'll worry about, Let me be excited. It's always good to have something to look forward to. Exactly my point. But let's enjoy the moment too. But you know what John hates the most? When we have two trips planned <laughs> and I talk about the second one before we even go on the first one. Because, I mean... <laughs> Think about it. I want to enjoy the moment. Now I can't even enjoy the moment or the next moment. I'm having to worry about the moment after that. But listen, I just, I'm, this is all my excitement. Every time I do it, I'm just excited. I just want you to be excited about the moment we are in, the love we are feeling right now. Not about, oh, maybe in six months it'll be more exciting. I'm a woman. I can multitask. Sure. That's Boom. true. All right. Well, then <laughs> let's try talking about 90 Day Fiance. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do that. So they're at this market. They all sit down for a beer. They start chatting. Melissa asks, how do you like Columbia, Robin? And she tells tells her the same she told us, how she was surprised how beautiful it was. She she's thought, honest, you she know. Thought, right. Maybe a little too honest. So then they start talking about the big fight they had back in the States. And Tim tells his mom, I know back, I know back then you said Melissa wasn't good for me. And Robin's like, oh, I didn't say, I didn't say, I never said those words. I said, maybe if you're not right for each other, you need to move on. But I didn't say she wasn't good for you. I'm sure she said it, but maybe she said it after she witnessed the fight and she was just like yeah, she upset. She said it after a couple Budweiser's. <laughs> so I don't think there was any real resolution that day. No one apologized, but. Well, Melissa said that. She at least appreciates Robin and acknowledging that, you know, so showing her that she cares and almost like dancing around the apology, like apologizing without apologizing. Well, you she know? did say, Robin did say, I love you, Melissa. Yeah. And if if it's right, I want you guys to get married and have babies. Yeah. That's what she said. But that caveat of mm-hmm. if it's right, I'm not saying it's right. I got to witness a little more. I got to interrogate you a little Mm -hmm. more. But if it's right, I want you guys to get married and have babies. Like my dad is the boss of apologizing without apologizing. Like he's sorry, but he's never, he never says it. And like he says things that lead to like, you can understand that he's sorry, but he never says, I'm sorry. I'll say I'm sorry, but I'm not taking off my sunglasses. (laughs) 
Have you ever seen that YouTube video? I don't think I have. Oh my gosh, I need to show you this video. I'll say I'm sorry, but I'm not taking on my sunglasses. <laughs> so there's this Australian, there's this Australian like surfer dude. And he threw this huge rager of a party because his parents went away for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so it was like just a house party with cars up and down the street. And it was so big that it got on the news. Jesus. Right. I hope I'm telling the story right. I'm telling this is 15 years ago. And so he gets on the local news in Australia and the news anchor, he's he's there, surfer dude, sunglasses on. And the news anchor is like, are you going to apologize <laughs> like for what you did? You threw this party. The cops came like the neighbors. And she was like, I think you need to apologize. And so he's like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, and she goes, take off your sunglasses <laughs> and apologize. <laughs> and he goes, I'll say I'm sorry, but I'm not taking off my sunglasses. <laughs> oh, un- Jesus. It's unbelievable. I got to show it to you. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's Tim and Melissa. One more couple. The one more couple that did not bring us a lot of excitement save either. The, save the worst for last. Classic. Jenny and Submit, right? The day earlier, Submit finalized his divorce, so it's time to celebrate. Okay, I have to ask, do you understand what that pink altar was for? Was it like to pray or was it for breakfast? Or I couldn't tell if it was like a celebratory shrine or something. Like first I was like, oh, like this is like a fancy table and you're going to eat breakfast on it, you know, like nice. But then he went to the kitchen and started making the breakfast. Yeah. So I'm like... No. Wait a minute, it's probably, that wasn't it. So now I'm thinking maybe it was, you know, an altar or... I think it may have been something. Yeah, but Samit said, oh, Jenny, uh, you deserve a treat. And I was like, oh, please, oh, please don't, please again. don't. But then it turned out to be breakfast. So <laughs> Samit's cooking. Samit's, uh, he's breaking eggs. He's not fertilizing eggs. Jesus. Samit's so cooking. They're discussing the next steps of the relationship, which is the ring ceremony. Which I think I is, still don't get it. Is it is it the wedding? No, I think it's like an engagement party I of guess. some sort, okay. right? So they're talking about who do we invite, and Jenny brings up Samit's parents, saying, "Are we going to invite your parents?" And Samit tells his parents, "Actually, probably not, because they object to our relationship." I'm curious if Samit keeps these things from Jenny on purpose, or he just l- legitimately forgets. Uh, he keeps them from her. Right. That's what I think too. (laughs) It's not worth the drama. Classic Summit. He always like keeps something from her and then (laughs) later on she finds out and he's almost, he's almost like Michael, Michael of Michael and Angela. Like, I'm sorry. Like he apologizes and. You just got the PJ. (laughs) (laughs) I think he always like Summit tries to talk around Mm -hmm. in circles, but he's not the best liar either. So. Right. And Jenny's like, I'm going to die soon. Like, I can't, I don't have time for this. Literally. So Jenny is like, why are you telling me now? Why are you telling me now that your parents are not accepting of this? Right? So nothing comes to that. Breakfast, I guess. Four days go by. It's March 25th now. And we see Samit wearing a mask out on the streets. Mm-hmm. COVID has hit India. I'm just curious. I thought it was in India way earlier. Well, this is Way March 20. Sooner. This is March 25th. There's a lockdown. No one's on the streets. It could have been there for a few weeks and we're just now getting that shot. 
I guess. He wasn't, but like, he no wasn't one was filming. wearing masks or anything prior. He wasn't filming day one. Well, the last shot could have been a month ago. Well, they said four days later. Oh, that's true. You are right. So you are paying attention. I was just testing. I am paying attention, yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. I was just testing you. So, yeah, the prime minister has put the city on a lockdown. Everyone's got to stay at home. So Samit's taking cell phone video now. He's walking to the market for some food. And the streets are empty. Just empty, right? Another one of those shows like Darcy and Stacy just brings you back mm-hmm. to those early days of COVID. Early days when there was, it was impossible to find toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's when you wish you had a bidet. That's True. when you wish you had a bidet. So a few days go by. Now, a few more days go by, right? Now, Jenny FaceTimes her daughter back in the States, super worried about her mom because she's high risk being in her 60s. As Summit said, Jenny's old. Jenny's old. <laughs> what does he have? Diabetes? Yes. He's got diabetes. I love oh. that he's like, Jenny's old and I've got diabetes. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So Jenny says they're completely locked down. Their apartment's in their red zone. So they can't even leave if they wanted. Mm-hmm. Right. Not good. But they have a hospital around the corner, which That's is positive. good. I thought they literally live in the middle of nowhere. No, I think they live in the middle of somewhere. I just well, yeah, but they, they he made it sound when she landed that they live far, far, like hours away from his parents and from the center. But it is. Yeah, it's I think they used to be in like a downtown yeah. area. And now they've had to move further out because it's cheaper. OK, but now another few days go by and the boredom sets in as it did for all of us, I think. And now we see him playing like cricket inside the mm-hmm. house, right? They're playing games, sports, they're bonding, they're having fun. It's a good thing they they're got filming themselves. They're filming themselves, right? It's a good thing they got that bigger apartment. Mm-hmm. It's a house. Imagine if this was her first trip to meet Samit and she got quarantined. Jesus. Right? Just locked down with a stranger. Because that could have happened on this season of 90 Day. That's very the other true. Way. It could have been, I'm going, I've known this, right? Brittany and Yazin. Mm. Imagine if Brittany and Yazin oh, no. got quarantined together. Oh, no. That could have been. That would w- not be good. Hey, maybe it still could happen. I guess we're not done with this season yet, but. That is true. So at least they have a bigger place. They're enjoying each other's company. Mm-hmm. They're playing games. So things were going well for them. Finally, I guess it's sort of a similar tale with Jehun and Devin, right? There's tragedy mm-hmm. and they're finding the silver lining. Yeah. The COVID's the tragedy, but now they're bonding, they're playing games, they're having fun. I'm and- seriously curious to see if they will ever get married because if they don't get married on this season and they will go on another one, I'll be like, no, <sighs> like literally no. Okay. Real question. Would you rather watch Tim and Melissa or Jenny and Samit? As much as I hate them both, I have to say Tim and Melissa a bit good. Well, at least because Jenny and Samit's storyline, like we know it. I know. You know? I know. There's nothing, in, especially right now, Samit is finally divorced. The parents are still not agreeing. Jenny's getting old, like nothing new, right? Tim and Melissa, I'm almost like as boring as they are. I'm almost curious to see, like, okay, is he going to move back to States? Is he going right. to make it? 
somehow are they gonna get over whatever so right. who's still, Millie is they gonna start banging exactly right. there is still a little bit of curiosity unlike Sammy and Jenny I'm like <laughs> right Ugh. enough is enough yeah okay nothing with Armando and Kenny nothing from those lovers Mm-mm. they're probably hopefully happy and healthy hopefully but nothing from them this episode and that's it that's uh that's Sunday night the other way yeah. It had its ups, it had its downs, it always does. But we love it. We'll see what happens next week. Anything else to say about this episode? I don't think so. I don't I just hope that TLC won't let us hanging and once because I feel like this season's gonna be over soon. I can like mm-hmm. sense you it. You can feel it. Yeah. So I'm hoping that TLC won't just leave us in a blank, you know? Yeah, what's next? I need more foreigners <laughs> I, I can talk about. What's next, TLC? But, guys, if you have anything you want to tell us, send us a message, any suggestions, leave us a review. Yeah, we love us those. At 90 Day Crazy and Love on Instagram. Uh, you can email us at 90 Day Podcast. No, 90 Day Podcast at gmail.com. I'm yeah, pretty sure someone any communication. Us. Yeah, communicate with us. I mean, we're still sitting home trying to be safe. We and we to- promise we'll get better with memes again. It's been a crazy, crazy couple of weeks. So unfortunately, we didn't get a chance, which doesn't mean we don't care. No, we do. We care too much. And that's why we're not just reposting other people's memes. Yeah, we're we trying wanted- to give you that original content. Mm-hmm. So please follow us at 90 Day Crazy and Love. Good stuff coming up there. We're also on Facebook. We're also on Facebook. All right. We're everywhere. We're everywhere you are. Can't get away from us. All right. Anything else? That's it. That's it for tonight. That's all we got. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.